Mic check one two one two. One two one two one two. You always trying to slow it down and make it sexy. No, I got fans. <laughs> you got no fans. You got fans. You did serious. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> what they call it late night in the radio station? What the little DJ? What you mean? You be listening to the radio late night? When I used to have the little R&B songs popping. Smooth R&B. Yeah, yeah. That type of... (laughs) That's the vibe That's what I'm going for. I know you fucking lying. You niggas (laughs) were single. (laughs) So you want to go for something else? Because that ain't it. Nah, that's the one. We going with that mic check. Nah, you can go with Donkey of the Day. That's the Mm -hmm. vibe you could be on. Continue. At any rate, this a mic check or are we just going to let it roll? No, this is like, let it go. This is going to be unadulterated, just freestyling. Oh, God. This is marriage caviar shorts. Is that what we're calling it? Shorts. I don't really like that. We can come up with something later. Mm, okay. Um, so, yeah, so we're taking the week in between our full episodes to bring you just a short, possibly Q&A or just a quick discussion just to hold you guys over into the full episodes. Show. I'm looking forward to this. For real. The shorts? The shorts. Why? I talk to you all day. You want to talk to me some more? Nah, I mean, I think because it's more more crowd participation, if I can say that. Oh, because we're answering questions? Yeah, like from people. So So what's the first question? All right, first question being, we just starting at the top? Start, pick wherever you want. All right, how do you break the change from toxic relationships and toxic in reference to your marriage? So essentially, like, uh, how do you break the change from toxic relationships? So any relationship that's toxic to the marriage in general. That's not how I took that. I took it, read it again, because I took it as, like, the relationships before. See, that's how I took it at first until I read the second part. So how do you break the change from toxic relationships, toxic to your marriage, I mean? Oh, maybe, like, toxic friends or toxic. Toxic family, like, that type of thing. So, so I thought the first part, I was like, oh, that's deep. Like, that's going to be a toughie. So but maybe then, we like, should uh, answer it both ways, just in case. Okay. Fair enough. So let's start from past relationships. True. That's an episode in itself. Is it? It is for me, I think. Ooh. You comfortable with this? Because you know you'd be uncomfortable being uncomfortable. No, I had a process. You did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always thought, and maybe I didn't think deep enough about it, but I never really brought in anything into my relationships that was deeper than like a trust issue type of thing. But I didn't hold it against the next person. I was a smooth, like I'm really good onto the next type person. Like, okay, this wasn't my person. Okay, cool. Bye. That was it? Yeah. Um, but but I I voiced this to you though, so mm-hmm. I mean I feel like I'm getting a bad rap on every episode that uh that we do. 
I thought yeah. about that today because it's like I always. What you mean? I'm getting thrown under the bus for the, for the. Uh, Hoey things. I wouldn't. Can can we come up with a better way to, for the past stuff? Boy. <laughs> Why are you trying to ice in this cake? I'm just saying, like, if people, you know, listen to this and know me now, I'd be like, oh, like, who is this person? I mean, two episodes in, they know you was a hoe. Hey, so you you like throwing me under the bus. That's the problem. I'm just saying, like, most people's hoe phase maybe goes about, like, four years. We give them that for, like, college. But your joint, was you had, like, a decade. So. Okay, so that's a good segue, though. Okay. And to and to my point, so toxic relationships, how to overcome those. Uh, it's pretty easy when you were the toxic person. Like that, it really wasn't. You were the toxic person. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I can. I think I'm adult enough to admit that now. Like I admitted it to you. Yeah. Um. You want to take this opportunity to apologize? To to like past people or to you? Or just in general, just, I think to past people, I think you struggle with that in our in the beginning of our relationships, like not not because they didn't deserve an apology, more so because in a way I felt it might be disrespectful to you. But to apologize, to apologize to like I mean you was doing the most anyway, so. so it was like you know apologizing to them like. I, I would hope, like, I don't hold grudges. Like, I'm I'm incapable of holding grudges to begin with. I don't with. think, you always say that, and I, I ain't buying it. I really don't. I, I adjust and, and keep it moving. Like, I don't, I don't do staying mad and like, oh, okay. But your adjustment has remnants of a grudge. No, it has remnants. Of, I think there's a difference between holding a grudge and learning and moving on. Okay. The, the semantics. That's not that's that's real. Like I can I can learn from it and and keep it moving. Like all right, I know how to, I know how to navigate moving forward. I don't think that you hold on to the anger of a grudge, but I do think that you. I thought this was like the root of a grudge. Like you still being mad about something. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we have to. So nevertheless, um, so you were the toxic person. I was a toxic person. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I do apologize. I, I feel like. You know, there's specific people that I could apologize to and just like I, I would hope that they see through who I am now. Just I don't care, care if they see who you are right now. Just, you the one who asked me to apologize. Just, just a blanket apology I for apologize. these hoes be calling and then see, I had here you to go. dump Our shorty on her neck again. All right. I apologize. I think you just be one to you like drama to begin with. What you talking about? Anyways, so I was a toxic person, uh, but I had, I had a formula though. I think that was a cool thing. Like I always had a formula of knowing what I wanted to do, and how and to, your toxicity. Yeah, it was. It was. I don't know if I don't know if I touched. I think I did, but I literally. It's like, okay, at, at some point, I know that I want to settle down. <laughs> and I want to be in a serious relationship, in a monogamous relationship, and uh, and be married. Like, I want to be that person. Not right now, mm-hmm. but I want to be there one day. Uh, I enjoyed life. I was enjoying life too much at that point. But 
what I did was I created this list. I, I remember like and put it in my phone like, OK, here are all the things because like you hear about people in relationship like, oh, like I regret like these things. Like now you're <laughs> you putting your head back. That's on you. What are you talking about? Um, so here are all the things go. that uh, here are all the things I want to do. Here's the things that I want to experience or whatever the case is before I get into a serious relationship and or whatever the case is and like empty my bucket and then created that, did it twice. So you had a hoey bucket list that you wanted to hold down. Yeah, that is a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. The hold down showdown. Hold down showdown. And you crossed everything off the bucket list twice. Yep. And then was like, okay, like let me just phase out now. Mm-hmm. So I was doing this. Let's scale it back a little bit until I felt like I got to the point. So the problem with that is, though, like it's 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 great in theory, mm-hmm. but if you've never been monogamous and you've never seen it, it has never been encouraged. Like it's one thing for it to be a thought to put it into action is 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 a process so it took me like a, a few relationships to actually understand like the definition and practicality what relationships did this take how many what no for real where i was actually trying where i actually cared oh, enough to try you started trying yeah so i'm definitely not about to let you slide on trying to slide in like oh no you like drama I ain't never say. I said, do you want to take this time to apologize? Yes, y'all, I'm petty. My point exactly. Yeah, I'm petty. That don't mean I like drama. For you, it's not mutually exclusive. Yes, it is. No. For you, it is. Nah. It's, it's, it is. So let's, let's circle back to it. Because you just be liking to take things out of, you know their perspective like the niceties of them when it doesn't fit you so i said yeah you want to take this opportunity to apologize i ain't say pinpoint people and apologize i was saying it blanket from the get-go so when i say no no make it a blanket apology then oh you like you didn't you didn't start out with blanket statement you like do you want to apologize See, i, I, I should have known it was a trap right there that so. wasn't a trap yeah apologize i think that that's great but so I'm this not is talking a lesson about... for anybody listening boy <laughs> if your wife girlfriend significant other asks you apologize to no, anybody you, else in the past you don't take just... the bait like i just did because then it spirals into this whole other thing where it really wasn't the intent no, I'm the the intent. And she ignored everything I just said. And no, was like, I'm gonna hold didn't. this point. No, I let you talk <laughs> because I didn't want to interrupt you. Tell you where you got me fucked up. We really about to argue on this podcast because you can't get me mad. Continue. So the point being was that you decided how you was going to define it. And I could have spoken clearer on it to say, like, yeah, make you know, do you want to take this opportunity to make this a blanket apology? But you was like, yeah, no, I could pinpoint. And I cut you off in your tracks. Like, nah, I don't pinpoint nobody. All right. What's wrong with that? All right, so guys, I'm apologizing for apologizing the way that I did. I would turn this motherfucking <laughs> podcast off and cut you the fuck out. Yes, Yo! Hey, Zeus. Yeah, 
Yo, you don't be wanting to admit when you wrong. I don't even know what's supposed to be wrong about. Guys, <laughs> you trying to call me out on something that don't even need to be called out. I legitimately have no idea what we're talking about anymore. Dang, that's what happens when you be trying to say stuff just to make make it good for you. At any rate, moving right along. Did we even answer the question? No, I'm trying to figure out what just happened. I'm gonna tell you what happened. Uh, so we the question was how do you break the change from toxic relationships? And Justin's response was that he was the toxic person. Pretty easy. Pretty easy to do. So you ain't had nothing to break from nobody because you was everybody somebody. That was really good. What? Um, Did that make sense? Nah, I, 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 I'm responsible enough to admit that I've created whatever situation I was in. That's right, but it's the question is asking, how did you break that oh, I, I, coming into this relationship? Oh, and, and so this, I, that's what I said. Like, I made a list and, like, recognized, like, where my faults were and where I was and where I wanted to be. So you had it together when you got into this relationship? Absolutely not. I had it together in theory. Oh, okay. In theory, like I knew what I wanted to be. I didn't know how to be it necessarily, like 100%. Okay. You couldn't put it into practice to fidelity. Huh? You said you had it together in theory. Yeah. Okay. So, I think in me answering it, I honestly, besides, like, um, I think the most toxic thing that I would do in my relationships leading up to um, Justin and I was just, like, if I felt like I couldn't um, trust someone, I would pretty much just, like, find out. I needed to know, like, the specifics of what was actually going on. So I was like a stone cold, like, spy. This is one of the things, like, Chris will tell you head on, like, yeah, don't don't cross her. She'll find out (laughs) everything she needs to know, like, in no time. And so I think that that's the one thing that I brought into, um, into my relationship. And... And getting out of it and breaking that toxic cycle, it just, it comes with trust, with building trust. So that was my, that was my only thing. I don't really think we had, well, that much baggage. What's the next question? Mm. Oh, wait, weren't we supposed to answer that a different way? Oh, uh, I don't know, like asking out like toxic people from your marriage, like from the sense of like family or friends or... Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. So, I don't know. I don't really feel like... I I don't think... I, I, don't, I don't really put up with it. I remember... Let me see if this story is appropriate. I don't know. Like, I, I know for me, as far as family is concerned, like, I had two relationships before Justin where, like, one where immediate family... And this was both college relationships, but... um like immediate family, like the the guy's mom, like adored me and she was super nice, very welcoming. Um, So I had experienced that. And then the other 
experience was the complete opposite. Like his mom was just like, you know, I don't want him to be distracted and I don't want any, nobody's good enough for my son type of thing. Like we could sit in the room and sis wouldn't even speak to me. Um, like I could probably say like, Hey, how you doing? And I would just get like completely ignored. And so when I got into a relationship with Justin, I was like, Hey, yeah, haven't met your mom yet, but I'm gonna tell you right now, like, I'm I'm, I can't really give something that I don't receive. And, um, I, I don't know. I, I guess I brought that into it and just to set the precedence because I really didn't know. You have to remember that, like, Justin and I moved in with each other after a month. And so at some point we were going to meet each other's parents. And that was, like, my big thing. Like, I'm not going to, like, kiss anybody's ass, whether it's friends, family, or anything. And Justin, I told him why. He understood that. And then... My, my mom and my grandparent, my grandpa is pretty welcoming to everybody. So family-wise, I think that's our that's our landscape. But then friends, you think you we have toxic friends we had to get rid of? I'm, I mean, I'm pretty intentional about people who I have mm-hmm. in my life. So it really wasn't that I didn't because I either. I didn't necessarily care or they weren't in there. Like I'm super intentional about who I'm around or who I. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't do friends just for the sake of having friends. And I think your friends only can be toxic if you like give them so much information about your relationship. That is true. So we didn't even give people that opportunity to kind of be like, oh yeah, nah, that ain't it. Um, I will say from a toxic standpoint, like, I think that we both have had, um, experiences in our relationship where, um, I don't know, we'll call them exes for the sake of, of the, I don't know, the conversation, but maybe like people that we've dealt with in the past, we've had to figure out along the way, like, can they remain friends or, you know, are they overstepping boundaries? Because um, I think we both came into it with the lens, with the mindset of, you know, I don't mind you being a friend to somebody that you had interactions with, somebody, well, in your words, somebody that you've prayed with. <laughs> but, um, but as long as they don't overstep a boundary, but the moment that they overstep a boundary, then, like, they got to go. Yeah, and... And I would say, like, that was probably the most game-changing thing for me, like, before this relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, legitimately, outside of, like, my frat brothers or people who I grew up with, like, all my friends were, like, women. Yeah. So that's, that was a huge, huge change. Yeah. It's like switching that up. And not from the sense, like, oh, like, no, we can't be friends and just keep it that way. It's more so, like, what's more important to me. Like, I don't even want to put you in that position or... Yeah. Mm. But I, but we both, in, in full transparency, have had times where either we have facilitated something crossing a boundary or the person has facilitated crossing a boundary. And in that moment, like they had to go and we're not talking about like big boundaries as far as like anything physical or anything like that but more so in a sense of like the conversation just took a turn for where it really just didn't need to be and in that space you gotta figure out like yeah 
Let me show you out. Yep. All right. Which one are we going with? I picked the first one. Um. Do y'all or have y'all ever discussed divorce? I don't think we have. Yeah, I don't think we've talked about it. We never talked about it or been like, oh, like um, we need a divorce or anything like that. Like, nah. I think we've had we've had a moment where it's like, yeah, I can't do this situation. Like, I, I'll divorce you. Yeah. If X happens or if this happens, but beyond that, like we haven't ever sat down to say like. Just ain't working. How do you feel about divorce? Like, I've never, I don't know, I've never felt divorce was a game changer in, to begin with. What do you mean, a game changer? Like, not for us, but, like, I'm, I'm just speaking in general now. Mm-hmm. Just, like, how people are like, oh, well, like, you got married, so now like, you got to stay married for forever. And that, like, no. No, I think at a point, like, if, if one of us, at least one of us, if not both of us, no longer wants to make it work. Like, I don't think the other person should stick around and try to figure it out. I think if we if we ever had a divorce, I think we would be like a pretty happy freaking divorce couple. <laughs> like, yeah. we would co-parent the shit out of Naomi. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. But then I think we also have to put the caveat as, like, we are still very young in our marriage. This is true. So, um, and we've had bumps in the road but we haven't discussed divorce in that in those spa- in that in those spaces um damn I, oh did you know that um you're considered a newlywed for five years really have you heard that i have not somebody like two older people told me that Come on, man. That don't count. <laughs> Wait, why don't count? Because old people stay married for forever, no matter what. Oh, that's like, what, so. If you stay married for fifty years, yeah, you're gonna be a newlywed, right? Like, and you don't believe in divorce, but like, oh, well, new that, age. It, but it goes back to our last conversation, though. Was like, well, people were staying like married for the financial reasons of it, and like now it's just like, I. Right. I mean, now we staying married for the title of it just to say you married so if we want to say that older people you know gonna keep this five years and you go newlywed then younger people at this at the rate that we going with divorce we made it two years no we newlyweds when it's like two months in and it's over then it's a wrap <laughs> so as the first year done you a vet stop what's the uh what's the last question all right, let's wrap up the short. Love this. How do you guys manage to settle differences and move on from them? I don't move on from shit. This is very true. You are, you're trying to be funny. <laughs> trying to what? be funny. Mm-hmm. Justin. Yeah, and the Seriously? same discussion ten days later. Yeah, cause you be doing the same stuff. Jesus, which is don't call on Jesus. You should have been calling on Jesus when you was doing stupid shit. Full attack right now. Do you? I'll be doing nothing stupid. But it... At any rate. What was so you made me forget the question. I don't know. Oh, we gotta have a side conversation. Settle? I don't know why I'm being attacked on this whole episode. 
Man, you're not being attacked. It's perception. This is how you receiving it. I want to. And how do you settle? How do you guys manage to settle differences and move on from them? So I think that we have evolved in the way that we settle differences. Absolutely. Yeah, it was bad in the beginning because we didn't know each other and we could say like from a skeleton that we were trying to get to know each other but we don't really we didn't really know like where to start in hindsight I'm thinking yeah yeah fair enough because I was still at a point individually or personally in a space where like I'll raise my voice like I'll argue with you all day and night honestly and Justin literally this shit used to get on my nerves so bad he would just not say nothing even before it got to the point of like me raising my voice I would be sitting talking to him just like this like so what was you doing and he would stare into the abyss and not respond you remember that oh absolutely Absolutely. I mean, cause that wasn't, that was just me. Like I don't argue. Like that's, that's, that's not my calling card. But so, even before it turned into an argument. Before it even turned into an argument is like, I'm analyzing the situation. Like whatever's going to happen, do I care enough? Cause like, I'll, I'll be honest. Like I'll, I, I always have to, like, I don't know. I, I feel, I, I realize that I'm so laid back to where Sometimes it's not a good thing Mm-mm. to where other people, like, you might be upset or something might be affecting you. And I'm just you know, like, oh, what's the what's the problem? And I it's not that big perception. of a deal. Not that big of a deal for me. So so even, like, the evolution of the arguments, like, I would I would say for me, because I've, I've thought, this is the question I thought on, like, all day. It's like, well, how did I evolve? Well, uh, so how did I evolve? So I was just sitting there thinking about like how I used to argue or how I used to approach stuff. So in previous relationships, it would be like if there was a disagreement or somebody I didn't agree with or whatever the case was, it'd be like, okay, I'm going to say it one time. Then you say what you got to say. Then you come back with something else and then I'm done. No matter what it is, like I'm the all the back and forth I'm not here for. And then if it keeps going, then I'm out. And that was my formula. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, whatever we were arguing about, like, that's it. And I brought that into this relationship. Where Y'all it's like, see what I had to deal with? I'm like, all right. We can keep talking about whatever. I said what I had to say. My opinion, I changed. And you say your opinion. And we can say it one more time. And then I'm out. But that's And then so I realized heavy. we lived in the same house. And I was like, oh, okay, ain't nowhere for me to go. <laughs> and it's like, now we got to talk this out. So yep. figure that out. Because I will follow you into every single room that which you walked is, out of. Which I don't recommend. Yeah. Just, Especially not in the beginning because, I mean, we ain't know how to argue. That's true. And and even for me, it's like, yeah, like if, if there's, so if there's a situation that comes up or like something we're arguing about, like I'm not a good, I'm not a good arguer in the moment at all. On the spot. On the spot. Like there's an issue. Like, let's talk it out right now. This just happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm upset. Like, I can tell you upset. We need to talk it out right now. That is a recipe for disaster. 
for you. For me, yeah. So just so from my perception of this and my perspective, I he he's been telling me this for as long as we've been together. And the way that I took it, him saying I'm not a good person to argue on a like I can't argue with you on the spot was you can't come up with a lie quick enough. And in the beginning, I think that that was accurate because you was lying. But now I understand, like, you not wanting to argue on the spot is you trying to get control of your emotions so that you don't say nothing. That I regret. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's that's legitimately it. It's like, yeah, in the moment, like, because one, like, naturally, like, you raised, like, you, like, I'm always calm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always chill. So anytime, like, somebody, like, has a voice higher than me, like, I'm already, I'm in the corner and I'm ready to come out firing. You like, right off the bat. Yeah, like, no matter what it is, if like, oh, well, you, it's taking you too long to, to think of something. I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, it's, I'm trying to calm down. Like, I don't, I don't, there, there is no in-between for me. There's either, like, what you see every day or, like, 100, for real. So there's, there's no in-between to be, like, all... I never thought about it like that. There's no in-between for you. Nah, there isn't. But you know why I don't think I thought about that like that? Because it took me a long time to, like, be able to see us on the same playing field as far as our emotions were concerned. So we have this, this evolution of us arguing. So in the beginning, we, you know went through the space where like I, I'll argue and I require you to like answer the question that I'm asking you. And Justin has been his past relationships before me were all like, I'm not in I'm not in this committed thing. Like I don't have to answer you. Whereas like we're trying to be in this committed relationship and I'm like, no, like you literally do have to answer my question. Like I, I deserve a response. And but I was still in this frame of mind. I was like, okay, like we can keep talking about this and I'm out. And then yeah. like it didn't hit me until one time. I was like, oh, we are. And we live in the same house though. Like, that's, yeah, that's crazy oh, to shit. me. So, but then I think it also touches back on food. I forgot what I was about to say. When I was bringing, oh, so get us getting on the same playing field as far as our emotions are concerned. So we went through that part where he didn't feel like he was required to respond. Then we went to a point where he was like, you know, whatever I could, whatever platform I come into this conversation or argument on that's what I'm sticking with like I he I feel like we went through a part where we weren't trying to see each other's sides we just were like this is how I feel this is how you feel we not about to see eye to eye yeah and so we would kind of sweep things under the rug and then we started to grow to know like how to best communicate with each other so we tried different things we tried to okay so if we know this is going to end in like a shouting match Let's go ahead and try to, like, send an email. We tried that. Then the email don't show emotion. <laughs> so we would do, like, maybe one email just to start it. And then let's spend time to, you know, try to get this conversation out. Then we evolved into Justin trying to say, like, well, let's, you know, if something starts on a Monday, then get let's give it a day or two. And I tried that for maybe, like, two arguments. And that just, it, that, that kills me, guys. Like, if Justin and I are not good, like I cannot focus on anything else because I'm the type of person who I need to be able to free myself with my words. Like I need to tell you how I feel so I get it off my chest. I need things to be resolved. I don't like for things to linger. Um, 
And so <laughs> we, what? It's not funny, but I'm just sitting here thinking about like us arguing and like you really wanting to get off your chest. And like, I'm cool as long as you stop talking and I will sleep like a baby and you just get yeah, no, like, super mad. But that mad. shit makes me so mad that when we're deep into an argument and you can go to sleep and I'm on fire, like that, yeah. shit, that shit hurts my feelings. Yeah, and it's not even that I don't care. It's like I, I care enough not to have this conversation because I know it's not going to be productive at all. Yeah, we're very different. We're very different in that. Like I just did the the insights, um, the discovery insights, which a job with Barry, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it gave me like all my personality traits, and it literally gave me the traits of the person who I'm the complete opposite of, and it is exactly you. Yep. And I'm like, oh, my God, how have we survived? But, I mean, just to wrap this up, we got on the same emotional playing field first time. I'll tell you when, and then you calculate, like, how long we had been together before Mm -hmm. this happened. Okay. Jamaica. When the hotel was like, we had booked the hotel through Expedia or Orbitz or something like that. And we got to the hotel, and, oh, the, yeah. and the general manager yeah. was like, "We don't have no room for you." Yeah. And we were we had rented a car, we drove, and we were like, "Fuck you, me." Mm-hmm. And I was getting mad. In the moment, like I feel like that was the moment that, like, when people be like, "When did you first fall in love with hip hop?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did you first know, like, that you could marry this person? It was in Jamaica when you was equally mad as mad as I was. Yeah. Because I had never seen you get to a point where, like, if I was mad, you're always still calm. Yeah. And that shit bothers me. It used to bother me sometimes because I'm just like, why is is it that the stuff that's important to me not as important to you? Like, why don't you want to cuss? Like, and you would just be like, okay, so what are we going to do here? (laughs) Like... What? No. Flip no. this shit over. Flip a table. No. And in that moment, like, you was like, okay, sir, shut up. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy, about to bust this shit up. Like, uh, I was so hyped in that moment. Not even, I don't know. I don't know why that, I shit, even, that makes me what's, what's crazy? Like, I wasn't even mad for me. Like, I was mad that you were mad, like, saying you frustrated. It's See? Like, but I be wanting you to be mad that I'm mad when we go through the drive-thru. Be mad then. No, nah, I, I don't got time for this shit. <laughs> Picking shoes. Man. No, okay. So now, how do we do it? How do we? We don't have that many arguments now. They be no. real light. Right. I can tell you. Wait. So when we got married, that was the one thing that clicks for me. That clicked for me. You know how people ask, like, "Oh, you married now? Does it fit? Does anything feel different?" That was the one thing that was immediately different. One, I felt more responsible for you. Mm -hmm. And then two, I felt like you don't have to have the argument from start to finish all in one setting anymore because this nigga ain't going nowhere. I appreciate that. So that's what flipped for me. So now it's like, I think the biggest thing is that I try to speak from a more loving space, but I still have work to do within myself. For me to um, not feel disrespected when Justin doesn't reciprocate the loving space that I feel like I'm coming from. Yeah, I would say for me is 
is one like trying to have those conversations, those uncomfortable conversations, not necessarily just in the moment, mm-hmm. but like in a respectable time frame. Like not knowing that you're not gonna be able to sleep at night. Like go ahead and force myself to try to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, and then also to like not take it from a perspective of so a couple of things. Not take it from a perspective of like just trying to get this conversation over with. Yeah, cause you do that. And but trying to understand like where you're coming from, even if like I don't feel like it's a big deal. Like how thinking about like how it makes you feel or mm-hmm. however what happened, like how you're taking it as opposed to how I am. Like even if it's not a big deal to me or it might not be a big deal to me, doesn't mean that. It, it isn't to you. Yeah. Um, One thing I'm big on that I've grown in the past year, like, I I don't know what, where the correlation is, but since having Naomi, I'm big on, like, people owning their stuff. I don't know what how it's correlating with, I, I don't know, you become a mom, like, you see your body do this thing, and then you're like, you know, I am woman, hear me roar kind of thing. And I, th- I think it comes from my last job situation, like needing people to own like what they were responsible for that makes me need, I need an apology. And I think that's made me grow to like own my stuff and apologize to you. Like when I'm wrong in our last couple of like disagreements, I've been like, you know, no, I was wrong for this or I apologize for how I made you feel. Like I'm in a space right now in life where I need that. Hmm. People can't see you shaking your head. No, I'm just thinking. I, I mean, I, I get, I appreciate it, but I'm, I'm also thinking the same. Man, you're setting yourself up. It sounds good. You're setting yourself up for disappointment if you want to apologize. I'm talking an apology about from, from everybody. You. Oh, from me? Oh yeah. I yeah. Apologize. Okay, I, I thought you were talking about in life. Yeah, in life. No, 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 no. Yeah, I just kind of feel like you and I are like so close and our relationship is supposed to grow and only to be closer that I want us to have like me. I feel like my safe space with you is if you've made me feel a way, I need you to not just acknowledge it by like saying like just looking at me or going to go get me a tissue or something, okay. but also being like my bad, babe. Yeah. And, and and arguments are different now too though because even like when you're in a relationship when you're in a relationship starting out it was more so like we're arguing like who here's right? here's my point like who is going to be the most right or whatever the case is mm-hmm. and then like now with history like oh wait we on the same team yeah I'm so, responsible for this person's mental space yeah and so it's not arguing to who has the better point it's arguing to resolve. or to resolve an issue so you can get back on the same team with your teammate yeah so I think that answers that. Yep. Now we argue to a point of like, okay, so that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Okay, cool. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. What What do we need to do to fix it? Yeah. yeah. It's a different conversation now. It's not like, here's what you did, boom, 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 boom. It's mm-hmm. more so like, hey, when you did this, this is how, this is how it made me feel. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. This is our first marriage caviar short. I don't know how long it's supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to go past 20 minutes. You're about to look and see how long it was. I think it might have been 30. Super informal, but hey. Yeah. So there's fireside chats. Fireside. TV side chats. Um, Nevertheless, appreciate y'all support. Follow uh, Marriage Caviar on on Instagram. Yeah, and... um, Shoot us more questions, for real. Please, 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 please shoot us more questions. DM us. Slide them DMs. 
Those uh, marriage caviar. Tiptoe and those.